Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. When do you know you have hit your wall when it comes to hiking on a trail? It's usually when I'm annoyed by everything that's on the trail. The twigs, the trees, the path, the stone that I had to kick. Anything that kind of is in the way of me just getting back to the car as quickly as I can or the trailhead. It's sort of just this, nope, I'm done. I feel the like the frustration and the aggravation like come real hard all at once. Interesting. Yeah. What about you? See, if I felt like that, if that was my... (laughs) I wouldn't hike. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like, I mean, if that was my tell, Uh I mean, I feel that five minutes into incline. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, no, this incline is... Oh, horrifying no. I no. can't so I'm feeling all those things like, I'm in on it. the way up oh no no and I you know but my tell for me when it comes to incline mm-hmm. I just have to accept the fact that it is like an agonizing experience yeah all the way up mm-hmm. even though you get oftentimes amazing views on the way up mm-hmm. whatever the incline is mm-hmm. and then when we get to the top as soon as we turn around and start heading down I feel so much better. I am just like in it to win it and I feel great. So I know I've hit my wall when on going, when we're going down, Mm -hmm. when I start feeling that way again, but going down. I see. That's fair. It's agony for the most part up. And then when that agony returns... You know, the renewed agony that tells you. The renewed agony. Renewed agony. Which is yeah. a great, maybe that's our this fall the album. NBC. <laughs> <laughs> renewed agony. <laughs> renewed. <laughs> well, agony was renewed on mm-hmm. NBC. Mm-hmm. Looking for adventure, I want to follow on the trail Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sails Get up when the stars still fill the sky, don't wake the sun There's so much to be done, and the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real, you can feel You can open your eyes, and open your heart when you gain at the National Park. 
National Park. At the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you there. We would like to acknowledge that while hiking in Grand Teton National Park, that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Shoshone Bannock, Eastern Shoshone, and Cheyenne peoples. This was going to be our final full day in the Grand Tetons. Yeah, in the Yellowstone Teton area. It would That's be day right. five. In um, this area. In this area, day two in the Teton proper. That's right. Teton, yeah. So the night before, we had both eaten uh, like our own bag of dehydrated lasagna because... But no water, just dry <laughs> and, you know, No, chewy. uncooked, mm-hmm. just chewy. We hydrated right? it in our mouths. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's how we do it. We had done such a grueling day of hiking the day before in yeah. Paintbrush Canyon yeah. that we end also over to Inspiration Point and, and basically back. back. And around yeah. Jenny Lake. All of it. Yeah. We're not splitting a bag of food tonight. We're each going to have our own, and it was yeah, great. You know what? Treat yourself. Treat sometimes. yourselves, mm-hmm. right? We were staying at that lovely lodge, and we knew that the next day we had to get up again very early. Right. Because Cause I'm a stickler for that. Instead of doing like a lighter hike on this day, after doing a grueling hike the day before, we decided to do another grueling hike. Mm. Cut to things I've said in earlier episodes where I said we ended up doing more grueling days than not grueling days. It's true. We headed out and we drove across Teton Pass, mm-hmm. which is a terrifying thing to drive if you are scared of heights and yep. scared of incline. Mm-hmm. And it's not as bad, nearly as bad as going to the Sun Road. No, but there's definitely some some height that's happening here. It was sort of reminiscent to going into Grand Lake from Denver in yes, Colorado, but also right. not as terrifying as that. <laughs> not as terrifying, no. right? Yeah, and I tended to drive this more often than not. The Teton Pass. Mm-hmm. No, that was, no, that's not true. Oh, okay. Fairness, we split that. Oh, that's right. Because you said, oh, can you handle it? I yeah. think you can. <laughs> that's right. And I so um, I had no to, choices. Uh, I had to do it. No decisions, except for mine. <laughs> we, the day prior, had driven all the way to the main entrance of the park, which we had gone in on our drive down from Yellowstone to visit the visitor center. We had gone that way, despite sort of what we were anticipating maybe being some traffic, although going in as early as we did, we didn't end up actually hitting much traffic. Upon reflection, Dusty had kind of noticed that there was an easier way to kind of get or it into looked the like park. There was a shorter, shorter more way. direct way, mm-hmm. which would bring us through a, a different entrance right. near Teton Village. Right, which was sort of weird because you ended up going into the park at an entrance station. And then you sort of were in the park for a little bit, then out of the park. Because we had to go through two entrance stations. Mm -hmm. It was kind of strange in that regard. It was. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. But we made our way through this area. It was fine for a little while. And then after we made it past that second entrance station, it became full on. Rough road. Unpaved. Rough road. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know if my car can handle this. Yeah. She did fine. She did. There was also, this was a seemingly very popular entrance because there were a lot of people on the road with us. There were also a lot of people that had stopped at several points to kind of do some wildlife gazing, of which 
I think there were some elk off to the side of the road that were like in a lower area from the overlook that these people were on. So early wildlife sightings, always, you know, a thing to think about when you're out there in the world. I mean, they are out like early in the morning. That's usually when bears are out, Mm -hmm. which are Mike's favorites. They are. Yep. We drive on and we make it back onto paved road. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we pass a lot of different spots that you would see on the Grand Tetons map. Mm-hmm. And we are headed toward the parking lot at the Taggart Lake Trailhead. Yeah. Because we decided to string a couple of different parts of trails together in order to intersect with another trail for this day. Right. We had really wanted to try to get as much bang for our buck as possible, especially since our Yellowstone plans kind of pushed off a day in the Tetons because we were supposed to have three days there, um, which still wouldn't have been enough. But we definitely got our money's worth and our time's worth, I feel like, when we were there, for sure. certainly did. We end up parking at the parking lot at the Taggart Lake Trailhead, which was near the Cottonwood Creek picnic area. Mm -hmm. It is a gorgeous view of the Grand Tetons from here. You can see all of them. They're just, you know, perfect right there in a row and such great photos just from the parking lot. Yeah. This parking lot was basically right off the road. The the day before when we would hiked Paintbrush Canyon where we had parked, we sort of went into a very long parking lot area and then parked closer to the end. This was like sort of like right off of the main Teton road. And the trail had sort of like Dusty says, has a really great view of the Tetons from here, but it's also this very kind of like long, flat, kind of gravelly trail to begin with. Yeah. Which you can see from the parking lot. That's right. So we gear up, we put on our stuff, and then we take a photo of the map on the trailhead sign. Mm -hmm. We set off, Mm -hmm. and at first, there is this long dirt road, Mm -hmm. essentially. It's like a wide dirt road. Yeah. And we were on that for, I don't know, maybe a quarter of a mile. Yeah, you sort of have to like hook a right, essentially, to go. Then you start to gain a little bit of incline when you hook that right. We are so exhausted. (laughs) Oh my God. The most beat. And it's like we haven't even hit anything challenging. Nothing challenging. We are so tired. Um, Because we had hiked for four. I mean, to think about it. Oh, I had to re glue my boots again. Like, I had to re glue them again. Yeah. Which, I mean, these boots only made it through the end of this trip. Oh, yeah. And then they were into the garbage, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry if there's a place to donate boots, but I didn't know about it. <laughs> so we are exhausted. We are following this dirt road. This dirt road turns into a smaller trail that leads through some lower trees. As we come into this area, there's a stable over to the side of the trail with some animals in it. And then some other hikers point out not long after that, that there is a mama moose and a baby moose in the bushes over to our left. This is our second moose sighting of our time in the Tetons. Now, this one, this moose sighting was, it was lovely to know that there were moose over there. Mm Mm-hmm. They were certainly far enough away. Yep. But we couldn't really make them out too clearly. You could see that they were certainly moose, but it's not like you could really see any of their features because they were tucked behind behind the bushes. bushes. You could see movement. You could definitely see these were tall, big creatures from afar. And it was nice to be able to like have that moment again in this secluded early morning hiking area that we were on, which seems to be not the main juncture point to do the hike we were going to be doing. As Dusty said, we were stringing together a few things. So this 
parking area that we were in was for Bradley and Taggart Lake, which is sort of like a giant loop, but not that long of a loop. That's right. So, so this we're is the technically leg we're on. on this leg, right? Yeah. So eventually the plan is to do the Taggart Lake Trail to the Bradley Lake Trail and connect to the Amphitheater Lake Trail. Mm-hmm. The Amphitheater Lake Trail has on it to go up to an Amphitheater Lake 18 switchbacks right. for a grand total from the parking lot all the way up to Amphitheater Lake and back was going to be 13.6 miles. From the parking lot we had started. From at. the parking lot we had started. Because there is a trailhead just specifically for amphitheater and surprise that's lights. right yeah. and you could park there yeah but we wanted to see a little more yep. and the ranger had said here's a way to do this mm-hmm. so you can see a little more if you go from just amphitheater lake it would be 10.2 miles mm-hmm. total yeah there and back but we were we were ambitious surprise being ambitious <laughs> hilarious surprise mm-hmm. who's shocked mm-hmm. our legs that's yeah. who <laughs> Our legs, our bodies, our backs, mm-hmm. our shoulders, mm-hmm. our hands, mm-hmm. our feet, mm-hmm. our souls, yeah. our spirits. Yeah. Crushed. <laughs> <laughs> So we passed these moose. Yeah. It was wonderful to see them have this moment with these other hikers. We continue on and then we make it to this clearing. We come through these trees and we end up in this very low shrubby area that has the path cutting through it. And you really get this incredible view of the Tetons that rivals what we saw from the parking lot. It's at this point also much clearer. When we were out in Yellowstone area, Teton area, there was a lot of smoke from the wildfires out west. So even in the morning, it was sort of hazy. And the day before, it was very hazy when we were hiking Paintbrush Canyon. This was a clear sort of blue sky. It just was such a picturesque view. It's hard to describe because the photos, the memories don't do it justice. Being there is such an incredible feeling. And that was certainly not something I expected rounding that corner. No, To like no, come no. into a clearing and see the Tetons perched so well right there. Yeah. We stay here for a minute and then we take some photos. Yeah. We eventually have to basically wind up and to the right... Taggart Lake is a little further over to the left, and we have to walk to the right of Taggart Lake. This is where we're getting a little bit more incline. It's a little rockier here. There's also some parts where the trail branches off, and we're not really sure if it's the trail that we want to take or if it's just an overlook. A lot of the times it was just an overlook Just moment. an overlook like, most of oh, the time. Nope, it's this way. Yes, most of the time it was just an overlook that we would often wander up to see, oh, is this it or is this an overlook? Yeah. Oh, it's an overlook, so we're coming back. And we keep going. It's much more inclined here. It becomes dense woods, up and down, kind of roller coastery for a little bit until it finally plunges this down to Bradley Lake. Mm-hmm. And now we're looking at Bradley Lake. Bradley Lake is now closer to the Tetons than Taggart Lake mm-hmm. is technically. And we're looking at the water. This is also the point too where you could juncture off to the left and wind on back closer to Taggart Lake and swoop back around the parking lot. Right. That's sort of like the loop that we anticipated doing As later. As in way after we yeah. had gone all the way up yeah. and come all the way back, we were going to head to the left. Yes, yes. Or the right on our way back. Well, it would have been straight on our way back. Because it was like a T Honey, point. nothing straight with us. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a T juncture. <laughs> okay. Um, sure. However you remember it with your T. Right. <laughs> um, 
So Bradley Lake, there are a bunch of trees along the shoreline here. There is a mom and her son who are like sort of like on a morning. I don't think they were hiking because it didn't look like they had bags. They, I think they were just out, out to for a stroll. Bradley Lake. Yeah, out and back. That's what it looks like. But the lake itself is isn't that big, but it's still very beautiful. Again, you're reflecting you s- the Tetons yeah, off you of see the water. The Tetons in the water, which is really gorgeous. The the morning light is so that's the best part of hiking in morning and hiking in morning when there's like water around just the, the reflective quality off of the water with all of those like beautiful sky tones. It just, there's nothing like it. It's that, it's that magic hour. You got to have that magic girl. And that was for sure very present here at this lake shore. And with that, let's take our first break. Okay. We're playing only one can go. Okay. Explain so this to me. It's like one has to go. Mm-hmm. Except oh. it's a group of three things. Mm-hmm. And you can only get rid of one. You can only get rid of one. Oh. Mm-hmm. So this should like, you know, tap into your darkness a little bit. <laughs> well, my darkness is... Only one can go. My dark corner. <laughs> okay. I've got one. Great. So here's your list of three. Deadlock traffic. Mm-hmm. Charlie horses. Mm-hmm. And splinters. Only one can Only go. Only one can go. Deadlock traffic. Ooh. Splinters are whatever. And Charlie horses suck, but you get over them. But who wants to wait? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Not this queen. No. I'm pointing mm. at you. Look at look at previous episodes. See previous episode notes. <laughs> Mike does not like to wait. Right. What about you? Oh, I think, yeah, deadlock traffic yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. For weddings. Bad wedding DJ, terrible food options, cash bar. Listen, if cash bar is the way you need to go, that's fine. So that one's not going to go anywhere. Mm. I would so much rather be at a wedding that has terrible food, but an amazing DJ Mm. than a great food and a terrible DJ. Because the majority of the time, it is great food and a terrible DJ. It's true. So um, no, I'm getting rid of bad DJs. Mm. Me Forever well. and always. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. So we're at Bradley Lake and it's time to continue on. We encounter a footbridge. And this footbridge yeah. is like connecting this one side of Bradley Lake to the other. Bradley Lake is fairly wide at certain parts, mm-hmm. but this was a tiny little narrow area of, the, yes. of Bradley Lake. Getting for us from one shore... Of the, the lake to the other. And there's all there like was dead no trees. railings. No. It's just a footbridge. It's, it's wide. Though. It's wide though. Calm so there's down, like everybody. plenty of people. And it's not like, that high from the lake. No, but and there are a bunch of dead trees in the water. Yes, which was like hauntingly beautiful. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. Ooh. <laughs> At this point, we after crossing the bridge, keep walking, and we begin to start to actually get some incline here which was so thrilling to us the most this morning. thrilling can i say in this moment i was like please let this be the only real incline we encounter today and meanwhile i'm like girl did you see those mountains in front of us we're right. going up there <laughs> right and we also did something like this yesterday and you like just pretended your life away i know You're like i did this, this thing where i like easy. chose delusion look at this valley that we're hiking into Ridiculous. it's so flat on the map this this visual map that was drawn for us. Look at how flat that looks. Right. Lies. It's, it's lies. Such lies. And more lies. So this trail 
as it leads up and gets more incline, it does turn into this sort of like ledge trail against a hill. Mm-hmm. We're walking and it like slopes down to the right and there's a whole bunch of brush and a whole bunch of growth yeah. to the right. And like this is like this for like a mile. And yeah. there's like a, a gradual uphill here. Yes. It wasn't terrible, Mm-mm. but it was gradual. And we are going along this the side of this hill in these woods for a little while. Yeah, to the right, you can't really see too much. It's tree cover. You do get some breaks in the trees. The sun is starting to get a little higher, but we are in the shade at this point, which on this day was such a pivotal thing for us. Things that will yes. happen later. Will Foreshadowing, foreshadow. literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So finally, this part of the trail dumps us off into an intersection and we realize, oh, this is the trail juncture. Mm -hmm. We have come at this trail juncture from the Bradley Lake Trail, yep, which we got onto from the Taggart Lake Trail. We have now intersected with the Amphitheater Amphitheater Mm -hmm. Lake Trail. Not long after we were standing there, because we got to this juncture and we were like, okay, we're here at the juncture. Let's take a break for like a minute. And like we put on some sunscreen. Yeah, and um, just took a break. Took a breath. A brock. A brock. But it's like a little brock. <laughs> and these teenagers come up and they're chatting and whatnot. They are coming up this pretty steep uphill to meet this juncture. They are not Windy bothered by yeah. this uphill at all. Not long after these teenagers are there, then come their parents with what seemed to be younger siblings. No, they were older siblings, I believe. Older siblings? Yeah, the... it was the brother and the girlfriend. Oh, they were older? I, I think thought they so. were young. There was a younger one floating around there, too. Like a ghost. <laughs> like a ghost. Ooh. Right. But they were a lot more winded than the teenagers. They were. actually, the, the teenagers who were two girls were like, we're like, oh, do you want to go ahead of us? And they're like, no, we're just waiting. The people we're hiking with are, are slow. And we're like, oh, okay. Because we were going to start traveling upward. But the parents come up. We end up starting to talk to them about the trail. The They've dad done the was, trail before. The dad was, had noticed the camera that I had. He was like, oh, that's a really nice SLR. And it happened happened to be a digital camera and so we started to talk about that a little bit they were from california they come out to the tetons a lot so we were just talking about the hikes that we had done the day before and also this hike and as dusty was saying they had done this trail before they told us that they were headed up to delta lake right which um we didn't see on our map no we were like, oh, okay, didn't know about that. Yeah. But we're headed up to Amphitheater Lake. Right. And I think it was here that I think I heard the mom say something about liking Delta Lake more than Amphitheater Lake. Mm. And it made me doubt our plans. Mm. But I was there was like, a little bit of that going around this No, whole I was like, no, I hear Amphitheater Lake is beautiful. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, like, I mean, are we really going to say like one lake in Grand Tetons is more beautiful than another lake in Grand? You know what I one mean? One lake to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all subjective at that point. Sure, but we did want to make it up to Amphitheater Lake, so it was time. It was time that we finally had to start the eighteen switchbacks. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can do like a resonant the eighteen switchbacks of Amphitheater Lake, 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 Lake. Just something to think about. Perfect. Yeah. We start to head up. Now, immediately, this is quite inclined. This this switchback, you would think, okay, switchbacks are to help alleviate incline 
for hikers, yeah. right? Instead of like going so straight severely up. straight up, mm-hmm. you go up switchbacks. So you're going a little more gradually, like mm-hmm. from side to side you and back think. and forth. So you would think that it would alleviate this. It was very steep. Not like we were taking giant steps like stairs, but it was Stephen Klein. I don't know who wrote the book on switchbacks, but Tetons did not <laughs> follow the rules here. No. Not only was it steep, it was one of the longest switchbacks. What I was thinking was, I was like, okay, now I know we've got some long switchbacks and then they get shorter as yeah, we go up. As the map had as told us. As the map had told us. Which sometimes maps lie. And I was like, okay, I know that we only have essentially like 3.3 miles up. So it shouldn't be, these switchbacks shouldn't be that long. Mm-hmm. So we're walking. This first switchback felt like an absolute eternity. Mm-hmm. We would get to this point where we might see like a little section. We're like, oh, I think that's the turn up there. Mm-mm. Psych. Lies. Like seven times. Yeah. And this was still just on the first switchback. Yes. It was deceptively long on the map because the map itself, while there was... It was deceptively short on the map. Like it looked shorter. Not compared to the shorter ones that were further up. Well, deceptively long means, oh, I can't believe I did that. It looked so much longer on the map. No, no. You see what I mean? No. I disagree. (laughs) No, I (laughs) disagree on you. No, this is where I disagree. If it's deceptively short on the map, then that means like... I think it works It's actually really long. No. Mm -mm. No, I... No. I think it was deceptively long. Okay, that's (laughs) just wrong, but okay. You're just wrong. (laughs) Well, anyway, the map seemed to make it not appear... As long as I thought it would be. How about that? Yeah. Do we want to go at it that from that angle? Because I will. You, that was working. I don't know why you had to interrupt yourself. Well, you're a Huffy McHufferson over there. <laughs> David Huffleback. I don't know what that was. This first switchback, compared to what we had done earlier to get here, did not seem like it was going to be that long. Now... But- Good the, God. <laughs> but the, obviously the incline is certainly making it feel harder, but it felt like it was at least half a mile. Now, yeah. realistically, I don't think it was because no. it was 18 switchbacks over like 3.3 miles. Right. But these ones at the bottom were oh, the longer Were the longer the ones. Switchbacks. And yeah. there were about... Six of them at the bottom six before it long started ones. to get air quotes shorter. Air quotes shorter. <laughs> yeah. I remember looking ahead. You were ahead of me. I was already like my inclined tokens had been spent (laughs) and we weren't even like done with the first switchback. Finally, you, I looked up and you were like, we're finally at the turn now. Mm -hmm. And I, I looked and I walked up and And I cried. (laughs) I cried a little bit. And I remember in this moment (laughs) thinking like, you know what I wish? I wish I could suddenly grow a pair of wings and just fly back to the car. You did young Jenny. Lord, make me a bird so I can fly make far, far so away I from here. Far, far I mean, away it's not great, <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, but essentially. But essentially, that's what you were praying for. Right. Mm-hmm. D- totally different circumstances. Of course. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. It's yeah, of great, course. Yeah. I did not want to go up another switchback at this oh, point. Too late. I was Commitment. like, 
we are already here. We can't turn. I mean, we could have. We technically could turn back at any point. It's one of those moments where, like, I have to go. Do I really want to turn back just because this is annoying and hard? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to turn back because this is, like, not safe and not the way to go? Mm-hmm. And that's the reason to turn back, mm-hmm. right? Or for me, if there's bears ahead. Not <laughs> right. for Dusty, though. He just um, frolics. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing that kept me going in this moment was I knew that as soon as we had turned around, like, and started heading down, I would feel instantly better, mm-hmm. right? Just was a long time to get that It's just going to be a long time before that happens. Mm-hmm. The other thing was I knew that after this park, we had Badlands followed by... Wind uh, Cave? Well, before that, we had St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Then Mammoth Cave. Cave. Oh, Wind Cave. And then St. Louis and then Mammoth Cave. And then so we wouldn't even maybe even see switchbacks again until the Smokies. Yeah. Which gives me at least like a week or so of a break. Yeah. And I was like, you just have to get through these switchbacks Mm -hmm. for the next couple of hours. Yeah. And then you don't have to do switchbacks again for at least a week. Yeah. And that was what was driving your... Driving my motivation Mm -hmm. at that time. So... We're counting because we wanted to keep track of mm-hmm. like where we were. So we're counting these switchbacks. We finally get to the first. We get to the end of the first and then we continue on. Look our right. And Unfortunately, up. these longer switchbacks don't get any easier. No. I have to say we were kind of like trading positions with the mom and I think it was the girlfriend of the son of this group of people that we had met at the trail juncture. So we're kind of like zigging and zagging around them and they're doing the same thing with us. And for the most part, because we would stop yeah, and we would take a break. We would drink water. I was trying to be like a little closer to dusty in this moment, as opposed to like, you know, 1000 feet ahead of him. Um, Your typical abandonment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why you have issues. (laughs) Um, right. Uh huh. We didn't see too many other people with us initially, but as we start to go up the switchbacks, people do start to kind of appear. Yeah. Um, we do have some people that are coming down that had clearly looked like they had been through hiking, but we do have some people that end up coming near us too, like going the same direction we're going, sure. circumnavigating us as we who go on. have been coming up the amphitheater trail. Yes. Yeah. Or behind us on the Bradley Lake sure, Trail. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. At about switchback five, we do see... Which it was like on the death meter, like <laughs> a six. Yeah. Like that's how much I felt like I wanted mm-hmm. to die at that point. We do see a sign for Garnet Canyon, which is essentially like the jut off that you can go into. And it's another juncture off of this trail. This is where we run into the teenagers, the dad, the son who are waiting for mom and girlfriend to like show up. We like say our hellos and our goodbyes and we head off up to the right so that we can continue to head towards amphitheater and surprise lake. Now, as we go up the switchback, which is switchback number six, six at the end of switchback number six is the access point to Delta Lake. Which we didn't really know about at that time. We didn't really know about it at that time, but that was the spot that a lot of people were going to take and continue on from to the right. But we continued our journey up to the left. Mm -hmm. With that, let's take our next break. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Taylor Taylor Ham. Ham. For those of you that are not New Jerseyans... This is a divisive name. (laughs) It is a divisive name. Mm -hmm. um, Because 
you can go at this in a few different ways. First of all, let's as talk about breakfast meats. As the non-native mm-hmm. New Jerseyan, right. I defer to you because I don't. So if we think about breakfast meat, we think about bacon, we think about sausage. In some places, we may think about scrapple. And then there's this thing that is in New Jersey and mostly the eastern, southeastern part of Pennsylvania called pork roll. That's how I was always raised to know it. And pork roll is essentially like a disc of pork that is very salty and delicious. Um, You snip it in like three spots and you fry it in a pan and typically you can serve it on the side or sometimes it can be on a breakfast sandwich with egg and cheese. So you get a pork roll egg and cheese. Now, some people do refer to it as a Taylor ham egg and cheese. Some people call it a Taylor ham pork roll. I don't know who the hell they are, but get the hell out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Like pick one or the other. You're like more indecisive than this Libra over here. So this brings us to Taylor ham herself. To Taylor ham. So do you think Taylor ham as a drag artist has a stake in this argument about Taylor Ham versus Pork Roll, or is it just the name? And she- I think it's just her name. She was the inspiration behind Gaga's meat dress. Taylor Ham. Taylor Ham. Oh, and, um, interesting. Yeah. Is her fashion very meaty? It could be very meaty. <laughs> she could, you know, dress like different cuts of meat or be inspired by that. So she's oh. not a friend of the vegetarians. Not so she's no. not a veggie queen. Mm-mm-mm, not a veggie queen. I do feel like obviously she is just like over the top because of her last name being Ham. Being Ham. Yeah. I feel like Taylor Ham is like a like a really dramatic soap opera queen. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That maybe there's like references to meat in her wardrobe, like mm. depending on whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Like in the world of like a like a Nina West. Okay. Who's she's funny. She's a really she's camp. Mm-hmm. She's done up and gorgeous always. Yeah. But like the hair is always bigger than life. Like there's always like a there's a grandeur at yeah, all times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's definitely I feel like there's some white pearls happening here. Like yes. for sure. She definitely is. She's got some stake in the argument over pork roll, but um she kind of like is a free spirit. In the way that Dolly Parton doesn't really invest herself in politics, <laughs> she, does, <laughs> she, she doesn't, doesn't. It's just she her doesn't name. comment on it. She doesn't comment, she doesn't on, comment it. on it. What song does she sing? You know, I mean, I feel like every drag queen has lip synced to this at one point or another. But um, my baby takes the morning train. <laughs> sure, you yeah. know, I feel like that's that actually works really well. Yeah, my baby takes the morning train. <laughs> yeah. And I think her merch is that she does sell tubes of Taylor ham and when mm. you cut it at the center of it is her face Oh, the that way that they do cookies cookies but that's interesting with Taylor ham or pork roll mm-hmm. yeah well maybe she maybe her dog is named pork roll oh I like that. like she's got a little dog Just... named pork roll Taylor ham and pork roll you get oh. the ba- both of them together look at that yes yeah with Dorothy and Toto there you go Taylor ham and pork roll mm-hmm. so ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage Taylor ham We continue on up the next part of this trail, which is we're finally getting to what is going to be the shorter, in in quotation marks, switchbacks. Mm -hmm. We do have like one more lengthy. Oh, yeah. We had to do another long one. 
it might be now the tiniest little bit less of an incline, yeah, yeah. but only by a little bit. Only by a little only bit. Only a little bit. It was all lies and deception for us. It was all lies and deception. Mm-hmm. Liza deception. Mm-hmm. She's on there already. I know she mm-hmm. is, but good Lord, I love mm-hmm. that name. As we are getting to this section, we start to see some more people hiking. Mm-hmm. Particularly, there were there was this couple. We were like, yeah, the... The shorter switchbacks are about to start, right? And they were like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were coming down. Yeah. They were like, well, we just hit, was it 12? Was it 11? They were counting on the way down. They were like, you're almost there. And we were like, no, we're pretty sure there's only like... One more? <laughs> no, we, I think we our numbers were different. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say anything about mm-hmm. that. But after they left, I was like, I think they counted wrong. There's no way. Oh, my God. Do we really have 12 left? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, as we're making our way up, these switchbacks do not get, uh, like, while they look shorter on the map, they didn't feel much shorter. They don't get life. any less arduous. Let's just say that. Same amount of arduous. Yeah. The actual turns, I did feel, right, they did start to... Get a little closer together. Yeah, yeah. They weren't only as, like, a little bit. There were, you know, there were also these switchbacks. This I think was probably the the last long one before we hit the shorter ones, where it was like, oh god, there's the turn. Nope, psych. You just had to bank around something, and it wasn't a turn. It just kept going longer and longer. That's right. That was one where we both like were just like, God, <sighs> what the hell? Right. And like stopped in the middle of the trail, and we're just like flabbergasted to the fact that this was happening to us right in this moment right this is later where we would be like you're almost there to somebody else like with a smile plastered on our face because we were done (laughs) right yeah right yeah but we're making our way up it's really difficult Mm -hmm. and we are so tired I remember my body was done done, my body was literally just you were snails crawling I was moving very slow. Yeah. And I just, at, today was the better day for me mm-hmm. mentally than yes. it was yesterday. I because I you yesterday, that. my mind was like, like judging myself really hard for mm-hmm. moving slow. And then today I was like, no, this is just my pace. Yeah. In order for me to get there, I got to go this slow. Yeah. Or I got to go this pace. And yeah. that pace is slow and that is okay. Yeah. So it was what it was. Yeah. And I just embraced it. And that's all you can do in these situations. The other thing is, despite the fact that the switchbacks were getting shorter, they weren't getting less craggy. That's for sure. God, this they were is where so craggy. It got to be very, very rocky. We did end up passing. After we'd taken one of our breaks, we had stopped a little further beyond three women who were sitting like on a wall of one of the switchbacks in the shade I don't think they had enough water with them was the conversation that they were having. And they were very close to the top. They were ended up sharing water at that point. We chatted with them a little bit. They must have sat for a while just to regain some strength and just to take a break because then they just zipped. They were quick. They went up very fast because we were just like, our feet were like cement bricks. I feel like we were just dragging them like one after the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at that point, yeah. Cinder blocks. Cinder blocks, thank you. Filled, like, yep, that's Mm -hmm. what my feet were. Mm -hmm. At that Mm -hmm. point, it was just Cinder block shoes. One... After the other, mm-hmm. making our way up. We do see some more hikers coming down who are like, oh my God, you only have like two or three more. And we're like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> it was so arduous though. It was one of those moments where I was like, I know we're close. Yeah. But I truly don't know if we're going to get to the top. 
let's put the parts that we've hiked in this episode on the Karen Stone scale. Sure, that sounds good. Obviously, there's more to come soon. Yes. Let's do Taggart Lake to Bradley, Bradley Lake. Lake to the Trail Juncture mm-hmm. as one. Um, A four is what I'm going to say. Okay, great. At this moment in time. Because? <laughs> Maybe later it will be different. <laughs> I felt that it wasn't that awful to begin with. It it was relatively flat. There was some incline, but it wasn't anything that was too much of a struggle bus. Yeah, I think I my instinct was to say five. Mm. So it was the five for me. So a nine out of Nine 20. out of 20, Karen mm-hmm. Stones. So now the amphitheater lake, essentially the switchbacks going straight up. This is a Yosemite Falls level hiking experience. So I am going to say a... 10. <laughs> I am also going to say a 10 mm-hmm. without the Any slightest hesitation. bit of hesitation. <laughs> yeah. 20 out of 20 Karen Stones. Mm-hmm. And with that, let's end this episode like we do all of our long format episodes with some Jeopardy style trivia. I think I want to start. Go for it. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I am. Because this is before and after the Grand Tetons. Great. Carrie Washington Monument. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how it's two clues that there's a word that intersects, combines them. Combines yes. them. Mm-hmm. It's okay, like a great. Venn diagram of word games. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For 100. This bougie town near the Grand Tetons and the art of getting the golf ball in the cup in a single stroke. <laughs> Sorry. For some reason, my document has changed golf ball to gold fall. Oh, well... The gold fall. Well, I just liked how you had to describe that. <laughs> Getting the golf ball in the cup in one stroke. What is Jackson Hole in one? Correct. Mm-hmm. For 200. The wet northwest area of the state where I was born and the body of water everyone else wanted to see while hiking up the amphitheater lake trail. What is the Mississippi Delta Lake? That is correct. Trail? Just the Mississippi Delta Lake. <laughs> okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mississippi Delta mm-hmm. is the... The Delta is an area of Mississippi mm-hmm. famous for its history. Mm-hmm. For 300, the first line of the chorus of the band Chicago's song, You Know Our Love Was Meant to Be, the kind of love that lasts forever. So we're looking for the first line of the chorus of that mm-hmm. song that starts that way. And the terminal area of the hike many do after taking the ferry in Grand Tetons. What is O Jenny Lake? No. No. Oh, oh, oh. No. (laughs) What is You Are My Inspiration Point? Correct. There we go. Yes. Sorry. I would have also accepted You're the Meaning in My Life, You're My Inspiration Point. Okay. Yes, correct. I had to think, I was like trying to think of the song as you were giving me the clue. Oh, Jenny. Yeah. Oh, Jenny. What is that song? <laughs> I guess I want to know. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to write it at some point. I am. Okay, for 400. The first spot everyone mentions. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> the first spot everyone mentions when talking about Grand Tetons mm-hmm. and the band that proffers, if you're going to tell them everything, tell them I'm a good kisser. What is Jenny? What is Oh Jenny Lake Street time? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jenny Lake Street time. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Great. And for 500. Mm-hmm. A convenient spot you might find in Vegas if you wish to become betrothed. And a site, a real site on the Grand Tetons National Park map 
of Christian extraction that is operated by St. John Episcopal Church and is named for the moment when Jesus became radiant in glory upon a mountain. What is drive through Chapel of the Transfiguration? That is correct. There we go. <laughs> I, am, I am so proud of you for I remembering remember. that. We looked at the map. Are we you were talking like, to this elephant over here? I the remember Chapel everything. of the Transfiguration. Mm-hmm. All right. Great. Well, that was lovely. Nicely done. Thank you. My category is titled Up, um, since all we did was go up in this episode. I like it, yeah. And I will be giving you a clue, and the answer will include the word up, and it will be either a film or television show with that in its title. The word up will be in its title. Great. Okay? Great. For 100. A phrase that may mean that something is not completely settled or decided is also a movie that includes Jason Bateman and Via Farmiga in supporting roles. What is up in the air? That's correct. This short-lived sitcom starring Rudolph, Applegate, and Arnett could also describe the state you may be in if you need to finish a big project in college or if you can't get much rest because you're caring for a sick child. What is up all night? That's correct. That was a wonderful show. (laughs) I just want to say that. And it was canceled after season two, and it was such a shame, and it was so good. I, are you they are not an official, for season three? Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. It was... A, God, I loved that mm-hmm. show. For 300. This phrase, which means for you to assume responsibility and take control, is also the title of a series of, quote, dance-based films, end quote, the first of which was an early introduction to Channing Tatum. What is Step Up? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> for 400. This phrase, which means you are getting to know someone very well or have good knowledge about something or someone, is also a 1996 film starring Redford and Pfeiffer and features the song Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. What is up close and personal? That's correct. And for 500. Because you know how I know that. Because you're gay. That's right. (laughs) Because I'm real gay over here. That's why. All right. We get you. For 500. This 2012 film about aging hitmen starring Pacino, Walken, and Arkin could also be a phrase that means the man in question is one of loyalty and dedication, as much as it could also be used to describe Seinfeld, Foxworthy, and Carlin. What is Stand Up Guy? That's correct. I don't even know that movie, well, but I got it from your clue. Thank you very much, clue writer extraordinaire. There you <laughs> are. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gazeatthenationalparks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, 
gazeatthenationalparks.com. That's gaze, G-A-C-E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the gaze shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode, that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey. 